Welcome to All of Yoga. This podcast explores, you guessed it, all of yoga, including the roots and history of yoga, how simple concepts from yoga philosophy can help us live a less stressful life, and how to approach the physical aspect of yoga in a safe and beneficial way. If you're brand new to yoga and wondering what it's all about, or you're an experienced yogi looking to learn more about all of yoga, this podcast is for you. In our most recent episode, episode 14, we covered how to prepare for your first yoga class. Well, once you've done your first class, it's a lot easier to do your second and your third and so on. So a sensible next step is looking to develop a regular, consistent and beneficial yoga practice. Developing a regular yoga practice is essentially developing a habit. And if you're interested in forming and keeping good habits, we honestly cannot recommend the book Atomic Habits enough written by James Clear. It's a no-nonsense guide to setting and keeping to habits and insight as to why sometimes it can be really hard. There's a link in our show notes to get the book from bookshop.org. If you're looking to bring more yoga into your life, to practice with more consistency or regularity, and you'd like some motivation or guidance, this episode is for you, whether you've done one yoga class or a hundred. Let's crack on. Know why you're practicing yoga. There could be a bazillion different reasons that someone practice yoga. For you to have in your back pocket any time the motivation to practice when you just cannot be bothered, you need to know why you're practicing. If you practice yoga because you have a sore lower back and yoga helps, when you're having a low motivation day, you can remember how much better your back feels and suddenly it's easier to get on your mat. If you practice to help manage stress levels and you're feeling demotivated because you've had one of those days, remembering your why will help you dig deep and do a class. So take a minute right now and think, why do I practice yoga? Answer the question in your head or out loud and keep it in your back pocket. Be open to trying different styles of yoga and different teachers. If you've, so far, attended challenging power flow style classes, you're probably thinking, well, there's no way I can do that every day. And nor is that what we would recommend. Yoga includes breathing, meditation, nidra, which is essentially deep relaxation, restorative yoga where the body is completely supported and poses a hell for minutes at a time. Your regular practice definitely does not have to be all active styles of yoga. As part of your exploration, try styles that are new to you and try them with different teachers too. Some teachers teach from an anatomical viewpoint. Some are very spiritual. Some use lots of Sanskrit. The right teachers for you are out there and when you find them, You'll have a range of teachers and styles that you can turn to to find the perfect class for what you need each day. Our online All of Yoga membership, which is just $9.99 a month, includes our Yoga Beyond Asana classes, 
which incorporate basically all of the above. Breathing practice, guided meditation, even for people who feel that they can't really meditate, some movement and an accessible, useful insight into a concept from yoga philosophy. So if you're looking to develop a regular practice that goes beyond the physical, that could be perfect for you. It's just $9.99 a month and there's no minimum contract. There's a link in our show notes to take a look. Listen to your body. This is something that's said a lot, a lot, a lot in yoga classes. And it's a bit of a toughie because if you don't really know what it means, that's not really something that a yoga teacher can help with. Like They can't get inside of your body and read the messages and signals for you. So listening to your body, how can we do that? Well, first of all, make sure that your yoga practice is distraction free. So no yoga classes whilst watching the TV or being on your phone. And then have a little bank of questions that you can ask yourself in each pose. How would I describe this sensation? So if the sensation is something like delightful, therapeutic, relaxing, and so on, these are nice terms that indicate that all is well in the pose. However, if you term the sensation anything like painful, hot, sharp, on the edge, these indicate that all is not well in the pose. So how can you make it work better for you? Do something different or back off a little? Back to our bank of questions, you could ask yourself, can I go further and do I want to? Yoga is not no pain, no gain. We're not pushing ourselves just for the sake of pushing ourselves. However, if you do have a bit more strength you can build within a pose or a bit more space you can move into within a pose, there's no bad thing about moving into that. So if you ask yourself in your head or out loud, can I go a bit further and do I want to? And the answer is yes. That is absolutely listening to your body. Another question in our question bank, is this creating tension somewhere? When teaching a class, I'll see people put such a lot of effort into a lunge, making the stride very long, really opening up the hips. But to do this, their jaws clench and their shoulders are doing a great job of pretending to be earrings. If you're straining to be in a pose and to hold it, this is an indication that something can be tweaked to make the whole experience more beneficial to you. What is that? What do you need to tweak? Less effort, less challenge. And lastly, you can ask yourself, can I bring my focus to my breath and can I breathe deeply? If you can bring your focus to your breath and make your breath as steady as possible, that is a great indicator that what you're doing is serving you. Let's just recap on those questions that you can ask yourself to help you listen to your body. How would I describe this sensation? Can I go further and do I want to? Is this creating tension somewhere? And can I bring my focus to my breath? Create the environment. If you're practicing at a studio, then this is done for you. But if you're practicing at home, consider creating a space with an environment where you really want to practice. It doesn't have to be that your yoga mat is always rolled out, ready to go. In fact, in many homes, this just isn't realistic. 
but you can make the environment as close to ready as possible. So you only need to do one or two things to take it from the existing space to your yummy, yummy yoga space. Get the equipment. This very much depends on you and what you're like as a person and how much disposable income you have. But just from experience as a studio owner, I have really noticed that when people treat themselves to their own mat, the regularity of their yoga practice increases. It's like you've really committed to it somehow. Depending on your intention and your budget, you could also treat yourself to a bolster. A bolster is like a yoga pillow. You can lie over it in a number of different ways or lean it on you in a number of different ways. And it can really add to your practice. You might also consider a brick and or a strap. If you practice in a studio, they'll have props there already. And if you practice at home, you can substitute props for household items. So I'm most certainly not saying that you need to go and buy them. However, for some people, investing in props and having them can be a real motivator to practice more. Get a membership. Similar to the previous point, as a studio owner, I've really noticed that people who have memberships with us at Yoga Hero practice four or five times a week or even more. It's like the barrier of paying per class has been removed and there's almost no reason to not come a good few times a week. Our membership doesn't have a minimum contract, so if you're in Leeds, give that a go. If you practice at a different studio, please do check the T's and C's before signing up to a membership. Start by moving your spine. If you're practicing on your own, if you move the spine in all the ways it moves, the rest of the body will follow. Take the pressure and demand off your physical practice. It doesn't need to be a certain length of time or a certain level of physical demand. You can just roll out your mat, come to a comfortable seated position and move your spine. Move your spine into a forward fold shape, remembering our listen to your body questions to make sure it feels lovely. Then move it into a back bend shape, then twist one way, the other, then side bend one way the other. And then you could come onto your hands and knees and repeat a forward fold shape, back bend shape, twist and side bend to both sides. And then what? Maybe you can be led by your body now. If yes, great, go for it. If no, well, okay, no problem. You've provided some movement for the spine, which is brilliant. By the way, if you're interested in anatomy and how the body moves in yoga, we have a free Anatomy Hero Masterclass, The Spine in Yoga. The link to watch that is in our show notes. Let's just recap on these tips. Some might be perfect for you, others maybe not so much. But at least one or two will help you develop a regular beneficial yoga practice. One, know why you're practicing yoga. Two, be open to trying different styles of yoga and with different teachers. Three, listen to your body. Four, create the environment. Five, get the equipment. Six, get a membership. And seven, just start by moving your spine. So that's it, lovely heroes. If you have a spare couple of seconds, we'd be so, so grateful if you could rate and review this podcast just wherever you're listening to it. And if you could share it with a friend too, well, that would be amazing. 
go and have a fabulous day and remember you're your own hero. See you next time.